welcome to Rage Talk, my weekly show where I sit here at the office, drink, usually caffeine, but today it's LaCroix, and talk about random things. And today, I am doing a blind reaction to Bruno Mars' new song. We're talking about hair splinters, it's disgusting, and whether or not Keanu Reeves is, in fact, immortal. Tonight, on Channel 11. We're shooting for the Rise app right now, which is why I'm in a hoodie and jeans and sneakers that don't match. And I just feel like I owe it to my best friend, Rosie, to tell you that she did not pick out this outfit. Let's start right there. Now, apparently, Bruno Mars paired up with someone else and they made a song, which is super exciting because Bruno hasn't had an album since 24 Karat Magic. I loved that album. Oh my word. I listen to that album every morning for like six months. Alexa, play 24 Karat Magic. You can't even play it because we don't have the rights. It doesn't matter. We're going to play Bruno's new song, which I'm hearing for the first time ever, and I shall give you my reaction. I, you know, him with his choreography. Yes. Oh, I don't like that. Goatee. It looks like a Saturday Night Live skit of a new Bruno Mars song. Like, I get it. I'm going to be singing to it this summer, probably, but I, I wish it had a bit more pep. But I will say, Bruno is exceptional at writing a song that makes you feel some kind of way. Okay? I like the vibe. I like this feel. I like these outfits. I like that guy's out whole green suit i want a green suit no it's cool it's cool i'm cool bring bring your green hat let's go i give that three the rocks because i feel like bruno we know you can go harder and if you haven't made music in years we expect you to like have you ever heard of a hair splinter oh is this gonna make me throw up no I'm imagining getting a splinter in your scalp. Is that not? Is it gonna make me sick? No, no, Okay. It's a strange thing, it just came from a conversation because my daughter got a hair splinter, which is a piece of hair that goes in like a splinter. Oh, I, ha I did know, I feel like I've had that before. It's disgusting. A part of your body going into your body. Oh my gosh, someone, I don't remember who, someone in the green room one time was like, oh, don't you ever just like pull your hair out and use it to floss your teeth? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? And they were like, why would you care? That hair is like, it's on your body. I'm like, it's not in your mouth. Remember how gross we all were before this pandemic? We used to just live our life. I used to go to a restaurant and sit down and start eating chips and salsa. No hand sanitizer, no washing, no drying, no, no, just touching doors, touching, blah, 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 and then putting my hands in my gob. Like, what are you doing? We didn't even know, we were gross. I'm gonna be in this mask long after it's necessary. I like the mask, I don't like, you know, it gets moist which is not a fun word, but it does, and it's like not great for your skin. 
But I like the anonymity. I like that I don't have to worry if there's food in my teeth. I like that I don't have to worry about my breath. Am I wearing makeup? Am I not? You don't know, half my face is covered with a mask. I just feel like, stay safe, stay clean. Hand sanitizer for life. The other day I was like, do you think that there's like a guy at Purell that for the last 25 years has been like, it's a thing. It's a thing. Nope. It's gonna, no, no, we got low. Yep, we got a few, so, but it's gonna be a thing. And then this happened and he was like, <laughs> finally, you understand hand sanitizer. Cause Purell, like the only people who were rocking Purell before this, the one mom at the park who was way too crazy about germs. And we were like, oh, Susan. They're fine. Rub some dirt on it. And Susan was right. Don't rub dirt on it. Susan and that guy at Purell, who's now a billionaire, because he just, he rode the wave. He rode the wave. The hand sanitizer wave with at least 70% alcohol. You know, to make sure it's effective. So there's a conspiracy theory that Keanu Reeves is immortal. And of course he is. First of all, He's like a fine wine. He gets better with age. He's funny, he's attractive, he's smart. He's also dating a woman his own age, which is freaking crazy in Hollywood. He's become like an urban legend on social media because he's like so nice and like he donates crazy amounts of money and then people are able to trace it back to him and he like rides the subway even though he's Keanu Reeves. Like there's a whole community of people who are obsessed with him. Now tell me, is this one of those things where they think he's immortal because they found a picture of like a Civil War soldier and the Civil War soldier looks exactly like him? Because there's one of um, Nicolas Cage that'll freak you out. So that's a French actor. Okay, that's a trip. Is it immortal or is it like a reincarnation? His spirit is immortal. We know that. Okay, here's where I'm gonna call you. If you're looking at this picture of Charlemagne and you're being like, oh, he's immortal. This is a freaking, this is like a pencil sketch. That's what you're gonna base it on? At least with the picture of the French actor, it's like detailed. This is like an oil painting. You want like a charcoal sketch to be, why don't you go find a cave drawing? Look at those eyes, look at, look at in my soul. Look at those eyes. Which version of this person is the best version? Because I will tell you right now, they're all handsome, but none of them are better than 1919, 1991 Keanu. Oh my, wow. Making me feel a certain way. That Keanu. 1991 Keanu. Before Speed, after Bill and Ted. So he's had a little success, but he's still cool. Hasn't gone to his head. He's looking for love. He's wearing this like suede jacket. His hair is falling in his face. Yes. It's also like Brad Pitt. We could make a lot of arguments for Fight Club being Brad Pitt at his strongest because those abs. I mean, if you didn't see Fight Club and just like sit for a minute with his abs, if you didn't pause the VHS just to like pay homage to that stomach, I'm sorry for you. But a lot of people would feel like it's Fight Club and I actually am gonna go Legends of the Fall. 
that's that's the Brad with the long hair. And remember in the trailer when he like flips his hat? You're gonna find this, Jack, and even you are gonna feel conflicted about your sexuality. He flips his hat and like water droplets fly off that. <laughs> what? Okay, this is my new favorite game. Which age version is the best? We all know the best version of The Rock. It's the time with the fanny pack. It's the best he ever was. Um, also, since we are sitting on the set and we're filming for the app, I wanna let you know that the newest version came out today, you guys, and you can get it on iTunes and in your Android store. Is that what it's called, Jack? Android, Apple, like wherever you get your apps, you can totally get the Rise app. You can try it for a week for free. It's meditations, inspiration, working out. It's audio, it's video, it's a daily habit tracker. It's a 90 day challenge. It's all the things. And the newest version came out today. Shout out to this week's winner of our giveaway. This person. <laughs> I have a theory. This made me think of my theory real quick. Okay, my best friends are all, we're all different Enneagram numbers. And this weekend I had a thought that I was like, this sounds like I'm high, but I'm not. I don't even know where to get drugs. Like I, how, what would I do that? I, but it sounds like something you'd say when you were high. I called my friends and I was like, what if we're actually supposed to complete the circle? What if we're all supposed to find a friend that represents every number of the Enneagram? And then when it, you get it, it like, by your powers combined. I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Or you rule the world. I don't really have any friends that are five sixes, but that's definitely an area of the Enneagram that I struggle with. So if I can get a five six and a one. The power is yours. Oh, right, right. Congratulations to this week's winner, this person right here. Uh, they won a fabulous prize pack filled with a bunch of my product and all they had to do was take a screenshot and post it on social media using hashtag RachTalk. You can do the same thing and we'll choose someone at random. Hey, if you liked this episode, if you thought it was fun or entertaining, I hope that you will subscribe to my channel, give it a thumbs up and write something positive in the comments. Tell us, ooh, today's question, let's do a question for you. Um, tell me where you are in the world. What's your name, what's your age, and where are you viewing this episode from? And that way we'll all know who's in our community, but also subscribe and like and ring the bell, touch the bell. All right, you guys, until I see you next week, remember, I love you and I'm rooting for you. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is your fave space. He came into the green room. And it was like those shampoo commercials, you know, everything went kind of slow, you know. And he was so gorgeous with his white hair and his bright blue Irish eyes. I, I just went, I, that was it. I just, I just fell for him. And then I Aww. found out later, I found out later that he fell for me too, you know. And uh, 
So we got into the to the uh, room, into the studio audience, and we just flirted for like a whole hour, the two of us. I mean, it's really the most embarrassing show you'll ever see. And I was how talking funny. about I was talking about feminism and how I never wanted to be married and how I didn't think marriage was a good institution for women, and going on and on in my you know militant feminist way and saying things like "Oh, Phil, you're so funny, Phil," you know. Just, <laughs> I think a complete jerk. Oh, at the end of the show, uh, he said to me, well, you're just fascinating. And I took his hand and I said, you are so nice and you obviously like women. And whoever is the woman in your life is very lucky. So, and were you fishing? Were you fishing to no, find I out if there was a woman? Oh, okay, you're being sincere. Out the air, you know, I was just paying him a compliment that I really felt. And as we were as I left the studio, I was on my way to go to Denver to do other shows. You know, I was around, going around the country. And I was going out to the car to leave, to go to the airport. The producer was with me, his his producer, and a nice woman. And I, I said to her, wow, he is really cute. And she said, yeah, and he's available. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? And what happened then? Were and they like, then, you got a number? Like, what? what's called, next he step? He called me. He called me. Uh, and that's my second good date. Was he called me um, the next day, I think it was. And he said, I'd love to take you to lunch or something. And I said, well, I'm in Denver. Is Denver very far from Chicago? You know? And he, <laughs> and he said, oh, no, Denver's not far from Chicago at all. And uh, I said, well, great. Why don't you come have dinner with me? I was at the Brown Hotel in Denver, and um, and he came, and uh, that was it. <laughs> wow, that yeah. is so cool. And I, also, I like sort of the next day call, because I feel like that's something that doesn't really happen now. I feel like someone gets someone's number, and then four weeks later, they oh. send a text. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get... He didn't get my number from me. I, 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 I actually, I don't know, believe. I guess they told him I was at the Brown Hotel, Brown, Brown Palace, yeah. in, the Brown Palace in Denver, and and that was, it was funny because um, he, my husband is a very low key guy. You know, he's a middle class Midwestern guy, and the studio had this gigantic limousine waiting for me to take me to all the different interviews and stuff. So he was taking me to dinner. And I said, let's hop in the car. He said, no, I don't want to drive in a limousine. Okay, so we walked to the to the restaurant, and it started to rain. So he, I said, do you want to get in the car now? He goes, no, we don't need a car. Okay. So the limousine is following us to the restaurant. <laughs> and it's Very pouring, rain, pouring rain. He takes off his jacket, like a good, fine gentleman that he is. And I put it over my, I had a... a well, she said I look like Spider Woman. I had a, I thought a very sexy black jumpsuit, which he thought told me weeks later that I look like Spider Woman. But anyway, <laughs> I had his jacket over me, and he was sopping wet. He got back to the studio. He, then he flew out the next morning uh, to get in time for work, and he lost his voice. So they did the show, but at nine a.m., but he couldn't really talk, and so it didn't. It, they couldn't play it. Oh, and it was, wow. And Phil never missed a show in his entire night, 29 years of doing the Donahue show. So this one show, the first time, his date with me, he loses his voice and they have to throw the show out. 